Welcome to the Home Loan NBA, the show that demystifies the home financing process for all, whether you are buying your first home or are a seasoned investor. This is for you. I am your host, Ivan Aragon. This podcast is for informational and illustrative purposes only. It is not an offer or solicitation for a mortgage loan or any other service. It is not legal or financial advice, even though the host is a licensed mortgage loan originator. Welcome to the Home Loan MBA, where we demystify the home loan process. I'm your host, Ivan Aragon, and today we get to talk about something that I know it's in a lot of your minds and that happens uh, every time you get together, every time you chat with friends and the topic of mortgages comes up and you kind of look over and you look at your friend and you think to yourself, why was Alex's rate different than mine? This happens all the time, right? You think, well, we're about the same. We have about the same type of income. Why, why was their rate different? Why did they get so much a lower rate or so much a higher rate? It doesn't matter. The rate was different and you feel that something's wrong. That this should be like when I go to the grocery store and we're buying bananas, that it's the same price for everybody. Well, today we get to learn a little bit about those factors that make everybody's rate different. Are you ready for this ride? Let's go. All right, let's start with the first factor, uh, and that is uh, transparency from your friends. I have to get this one out of the way here. Uh, many times, uh, people like to embellish what they got. They like to say things that they think they got, or uh, maybe they misunderstood uh, what type of loan they got. They like to sound smart. They like to know what they're talking about. That's the first factor is that transparency. Come to understand that you really don't know everything about your friend's mortgage loan or their situation, even though you think you do. Unless you're sitting here uh, on the loan side, like on my side, where you're evaluating their assets, their income, their uh, collateral. Again, those three C's, their credit capacity and collateral. You don't know. Your friends could tell you anything they want, and they can mention anything they want at the tea party, but you don't really know until you see it. So again, that's the first factor, transparency. I wanted to get that one out of the way because there are other things that change, but transparency is very important. If you don't know it, you don't know it, so it doesn't make any sense for you to be start worrying about it if you got a good deal or a bad deal because your friends could just not be telling you the whole truth. Many people uh, intentionally do this. Not, it's not always not always a malicious thing to do it intentionally because uh, they, they withhold some information from their friends because they don't want their friends to know everything about them, right? I think a lot of us are like that. We don't want our friends to know everything about our financial situation. What does that mean? That means that, for example, when we go through some of the factors here, uh, that friends don't know all about it. Let me give you one brief example here. It may be that your friend has a very, very, very good 401k. And they've been saving since they were 20 uh, years old into that 401k, putting a very good amount of money in it every year. 
And so that 401k becomes a great asset for them. They have major reserves, which helps them uh, in the trickier situations to get approved. It's a compensating factor. But of course, they're not going to go around telling everybody that they have a couple hundred thousand dollars in their 401k. Nobody does that. They just say, hey, you know, I had a 401k, I had enough reserves, and hey, you know, I got a good deal. Where compared to maybe in somebody else's situation, they only got, you know, 15, 20,000. And that could come out to being like five payments in some of these homes. It's not even six payments uh, in reserves. So that changes uh, the situation. Uh, And that remember in mortgages, it's all one combination. So again, I spent quite a bit of time right now on this transparency factor uh, because I wanted all of you of my listeners to understand that, that not everybody's going to tell you everything because you don't tell everybody everything either. So let's get right to the now the more uh, hard factors that will affect the difference as to why Alex's rate was different. Factor number one, loan to value. So uh, they may have gotten a mortgage for a loan to value of 60%. Uh, on a $200,000 home, that 60% is $120,000. $120,000 loan divided by $200,000, that's your loan to value. In a mortgage pricing, loan to value has a big impact. So even though you both own homes, like let's say these are your neighbors, and you both own homes that are very similar, it will depend on what loan-to-value you're getting the loan that would affect the rate. Loan-to-value pricing usually changes every 5%. Uh, Usually between 50 and 60% is going to be the same, and then plus in combination with what type of loan you're getting. If you're getting a a rate and term where you're just lowering your rate or if you're getting cash out on the home. And again, the third option there would be if you're purchasing the home. So that loan to value would have an effect in combination with what type of loan you get, what type of income, and some of the other things we'll be talking about right now. But that's the first factor, that loan to value. So if you, uh, using that example again of that $200,000 person, uh, the home is for $200,000, somebody got a loan for $120,000, the other one got a loan for $150,000, that changes the loan to value. And so the rate can be different. Again, first factor, loan to value. Let's go to the second factor, and that is income. And in, in the income category, we have a couple of things. We have debt to income, which we have discussed in, in other episodes here. And debt to income, again, is just your total monthly obligations divided by your gross uh, monthly income. And so if your debt to income is a little bit higher, you may have a, a hit to your rate. And so your rate becomes uh, a little bit more or a little bit less or a little bit more expensive. And you may have chosen to not pay the the points as the uh, points associated with that rate. So the cost to get to the same rate as your neighbor. So you got a higher rate. Uh, that happens all the time. Uh, some of these combinations uh, with debt to income, the, the higher it is, uh, the more effect it could have on your rate. Uh, does it is it something that is gigantic? No, and and to be honest with you, it, it only affects a small number of people. But it's a factor. Uh, it's a factor that could be different from your neighbors. Uh, things to consider. 
the second part of income is a type of income. And this is actually a major one. Uh, with some uh, some lenders uh, currently right now, as you all know, I'm, I'm a mortgage broker. Uh, I work for a, mor- for a mortgage broker company here, uh, and we work in various states. Uh, some of the biggest lenders in the country are offering specials where uh, a rate might be cheaper if you're only a W-2 employee. Why is that the case that they offer that? Well, it's simpler for them to calculate. That's all it is. Uh, and it makes it easier to to go through the qualifying process for them. So because of that, uh, if you go to a certain lender, they're going to say, hey, you know what? We're only offering, we're offering uh, a rate of X at this cost if you're a W-2 employee. But if you're a... Um, self-employed, you're going to going to be paying a little bit more for that same rate. So in turn, some people may say, you know what, I don't pay, I don't want to pay a little bit more. I'll get the higher rate instead. Again, that makes Alex's rate different, the type of income. Does this happen all the time? Well, lenders do these types of specials here and there, and they do these different programs to attract uh, business and, and to decide which business they're going to focus on. So it doesn't really matter. Uh, for example, the opposite can be true. Maybe when you locked in your loan, there wasn't this special. And when the when your neighbor went to lock in their loan, the special was on and the rates were about the same. So they got the, a little bit lower rate and everything being the same. So again, the type of income makes a difference. Uh, it makes a difference in risk. It makes a difference as to where where your mortgage broker may be able to place you uh, to, for the for the better of you. Associated with some of these specials that are being thrown out there uh, in rates uh, is our next part, and that is ownership in other properties. Some lenders uh, prefer that you don't have a ton of ownership in other properties, uh, that you don't have any other mortgages. And so because it makes the the loan a little bit harder to uh, underwrite. Is it hard? Is it super hard? Is it something that's like really obnoxious? No, it's just easier process for them. They make more money faster. So they'll offer a little incentive if you don't have ownership in other properties. It could be something minuscule. But again, that's a different difference in Alex's rate and that neighbor's rate and that friend's rate. So, uh, is it bad that you own other properties? No, it's not. It's something good. You're doing well with your money. You're uh, investing and you're moving on. So don't don't take too much worry about it or think that it's something really bad. Uh, I'm just explaining the nuances of those differences and, and the rates. The next one is timing. And I, I kind of explained that a little bit here uh, as I was talking about these specials. Uh, timing is crucial. Uh, you may you may have got in when there was a dip in the market and, and rates were extremely low. And when your neighbor uh, goes to look at rates because you said, hey, you know what? I worked with Ivan and it was really great. Uh, call Ivan and you're, she calls me and I go, oh, well, yeah, you know, you have this great credit score, this and this, and this is your rate. Uh, but Alex got a lower rate. Yeah, uh, 
Alex, in, in fact, did. Uh, but uh, the market has changed since we locked in Alex's rate. Uh, if you think about it, uh, if you call in to get a loan and you lock in the rate today and we don't close for another three weeks, the market has changed by then. So for better or worse, it, it probably has changed. And as of the recording of this podcast, uh, we're here in late February of 2021. The last week, or actually the last two weeks uh, of February, have been a roller coaster of rates and mostly a going up roller coaster where the cost for the same rates has increased quite a bit. And so people that were locked in three weeks ago are at a much lower than the, someone that can be locked in today. Uh, and that's life and things change. So it's important. One of the things that a lot of us in our industry say in regards to timing and your rates, if you like it, lock it. If you like it, lock it and move on. Don't stress too much about uh, all these little things about rates. Uh, get the right information. But if you like it, lock it. You can live with it. So again, that was timing. Let's go to the next one. We have three more. That is credit scores. Very few people out there sitting at a coffee shop talking to their friends are going to say, my credit score is average. Think about it. When's the last time when your friends were talking about all these things going on that somebody said, yeah, my credit score is just average. And, you know, it's just, you know, it's not great. It doesn't happen too often. Maybe with your super close friends. But really, when you're at a party or when these topics are coming up in small talk, you don't say that. Many people don't. A lot of people try to fib that their score is super amazing. Look, it doesn't really matter what somebody's credit score is. Their worth is not associated to it. I do want to make that clear. And that's not something that matters to anyone as friends. But what it does matter is into your pricing for your mortgage. So if you're thinking that, hey, you know, why did Alex get such a low rate and mine is not as much? Well, maybe Alex has a really good credit score uh, and yours is a little bit lower. And that in combination with the other factors I mentioned, such as a loan to value, your debt to income ratio, and the timing affects your score. Uh, your, uh, it affects how much you're going to be getting in a mortgage rate. So it could, you could get the exact same rate, maybe a little bit higher cost. It, it all, it's all affected by credit scores. And when we're looking at pricing in the mortgage rates, credit scores are one of the main factors there. Let's go to the next one. The type of program that you're getting. So what type of program do you mean? We've had this discussion and we'll probably cover it again between getting a, a government insured loan, such as an FHA loan, a, a VA loan, uh, and a conventional loan, or uh, what we call in the industry a non-QM loan for special people, such as like bank statement, self-employed persons. Those type of programs make a difference as to what type of rate you're going to be getting. And so even though you all might end up with a 30-year fixed, that type of program is different. And there is different risk associated with it. There's different uh, qualifying guidelines for each one of those. 
and so the rate will be different. Uh, there were times where uh, the the rates on any federal insured loan were much lower than any conventional loan. Uh, there's a time during the pandemic where some of that kind of flipped around as well. Uh, so again, that's a timing issue, which we covered before, but the program will make a difference. Uh, most people don't may not know the intricacies of what program they're in. Uh, and so it's important that you take anything they tell you with a grain of salt. That may make a difference on, on what rate they're getting. Associated with the program, so this is a sub-point of that program, it's mortgage insurance. Sometimes the rate is cheaper because you're paying mortgage insurance on top of it. And so the rate is cheaper. You get to say, hey, it's a great rate, but uh, you're, they're also paying mortgage insurance behind it. The best way I could put this is don't just focus when you're dealing with your situation on programs and what did my neighbor get. Focus on you. The next part is also terms. How long of a term are you getting the mortgage for? This is key. Rates on a 15-year fixed mortgage are much lower than on a 30-year mortgage. So someone is saying, hey, I got this rate on my house, and they're throwing a number out there. Like, let's say I have a 2.5 or something like that, and you kind of look at them, and and maybe you got an offer for a 299, but maybe theirs is a 15 and yours is a 30. So the difference between that 15 and a 30 year could be simple simple as that. And that's not even taking into account everything else that we have talked to so far. It's important that you look at the terms of the mortgage. How long is that mortgage for? If that loan is 15 or 30, it makes a difference in the rate. So Quick recap, we talked about all these factors. Loan to value, your your income, that to income ratio. What type of income do you have? Are you W-2 or self-employed? Do you have ownership in other properties? Timing, maybe there's specials, maybe the market has changed. Your credit scores, what type of program you're getting and what type of terms. Again, it's all down to your situation. And one of the things that you have heard me talk about a lot on this show is don't try to keep up with the Joneses. Perhaps that's my uh, pre-2008 mortgage experience where I saw that uh, and, and what people were doing with mortgages. Uh, and I don't want to see that repeated. And that's my advice I get to my clients is don't try to keep up with the Joneses. Do what's best for you. And Yes, you're going to be having these conversations. They happen all the time. You could imagine, like for me, that happened a ton uh, since I do this for a living and it comes up in small talk and dinner parties and all that. But do what's best for you and understand these factors are what makes it different for you. So Alex's rate might be higher, might be lower, but it's a rate that they got based on their situation. Speak to somebody Feel comfortable at the person you're speaking with. That doesn't mean that you're going to choose to talk to one person and you feel totally uncomfortable and you're like, oh, that's what I'm going to get. Uh, talk to somebody. Uh, feel free to give me a call if you want. Uh, if you're in California and Arizona, in soon Florida. Dropping that in there. Uh, but it's important that you look at these factors and know Alex's rate is different because it's Alex's rate. <laughs> 
my rate is my rate and it's my loan. And I'm, I worked with somebody where I understand why my rate is what it is and I know what's going on. Well, my friends, until next time, be ready for those dinner parties and be comfortable as to what your understanding is. Talk to you later. The opinions given here are of the respective host and guests. They are general in nature and do not constitute specific advice. The host, Ivan Aragon, is an employee of P1 Home Loans NMLS 1857499, which has a mortgage broker license in Arizona of 1002194 and a California Finance Lenders Law license of 60DBO117389. The host, Ivan Aragon, is a licensed loan originator in the state of Arizona with NMLS ID 1468842 and an originator license of 1003203 and additionally has his California DBO and MLO license number CA-DBO1468842.